songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover, and I am so excited for today's show. First of all, uh, joining me as my guest co-host today, writer, performer, Alicia Gaddis. Thanks, Betsy. This time, I promise not to have as many mic issues. I have an external mic, everybody. Betsy saw it. It's a real thing. I did. I can see her whole face. I know. It's this new thing. I put on a turban. I have on a turban. I am loving this turban. It's very mecca high mecca hiney ho and I'm lively. I love it. We watched Pee Wee last night, and my daughter and I have matching turbans. So (gasps) it's going very well today. (laughs) Matching. What a dream to have a daughter. Um, That actually reminds me, I just remembered tonight. So we're in the time machine, everyone. But tonight, there's going to be Wheel of Fortune Celebrity with Nicole Byer and Pee Wee Herman. And I'm very excited. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going to have to My watch husband's that. obsessed with Pee Wee Herman. Like, when I met him and I found out he was obsessed, I thought it was, like, very weird. But he, like, <laughs> I'm like, why are you? Like, he, like, really, he had, like, the doll and his dream was to get the playhouse and all the figurines and whatnot. Um, he grew up, His he and his brother were, like, really into Elvira and the, the B-52s. Like, very kitsch. Like, his brother is a gay man and they he grew up in, like, a gay culture. He's Mexican. So it was, like, Mex- like all these things are, like, but Pee Wee embodied, and Mizzy Vaughn embodied both of their, like, loves. And he was like, someday I'm going to marry Mizzy Vaughn. And you're welcome. You're welcome. I wear a lot of dresses. I, mean... I wear a lot of dresses. And have boots. You, you are much better at applying your lipstick and eyeliner than Mizzy Vaughn. It's a deep cut. But um, <laughs> otherwise, you know, I, he's not. I mean, Mizzy Vaughn was a hot piece. I mean, I look back and I'm like, I can see why people wanted to watch Pee-wee. I get it. Magic, <laughs> Mizzy Vaughn, Pee-wee, you know, the chair. I get it. I, but the thing was about Pee-wee is I never watched it growing up. I wasn't allowed to. Mm. I wasn't allowed to watch Pee-wee. It wasn't allowed in my home. As we mentioned before, I was oh, very right. strict. My parents right. were like, he's a pervert and weird. And then I met my husband. He was oh. like, ah, and he told my mom, like, I love Pee Wee. And my mom was like, ear, ear, ear. but now, like, it's fine. <laughs> Hold on. Did they think he was a pervert before they he was arrested uh, jerking yeah. it in a porno theater? Yeah. <laughs> yes. They were just they- like, and, and, and poor Pee Wee. He just didn't have the accessibility Dude. that we have. That was unfair. Like, that was bad call, super Pee-wee. unfair. You couldn't go on the internet and get free porn. You had to go to a theater in public. And then, I mean, were people not... And that was like the purpose of the theater, right? Wasn't wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a a jerk-off theater. I mean, I'm not poor, though. (laughs) I'm like, don't want my children around them. I want like a lot of like... (laughs) But, but I, but, but if that's what they were there for, I feel badly for Pee Wee. Speaking of feeling badly, I feel a little bad for our guest. So I feel, you know, because he, I'm excited. He can't can't come in and and say anything about jerking off in a theater like he wants to. I know. (laughs) Uh, No, he's. He doesn't do. He does not do that. He's a dad. What? No, he does not do that. I'm just saying, like, I'm backing. No, Rob does not do that. No. No, he is a classy gentleman, as far as I know. But you know, we all have a thing. Um. (laughs) Anyway, he's an entrepreneur. He's the podcaster for Dad, the best I can. It's Rob Roseman. Hello. Hey, Betsy. Hey, Alicia. Thanks for having me on. 
I was a huge Pee-wee's, Pee-wee's Playhouse fan, Pee-wee's Big Adventure too, and my kids started watching it. It is great. You were you really missed out, Alicia. I um I am sad. I I we've started doing it. Like I I've started we've started watching, and now I'm like this is magical. Like I I'm sad I missed out because I have no cultural references. How old are your kids, Rob? It's, How, it's the, brilliant. Eight year old boy, six year old boy, three year old girl. Wait, say that again. So you have a three year old girl, a six year old boy, and an eight year old boy. I think saying? so. Yes. Correct. And Alicia, Alicia, what have you got over there? I have a, she just turned five, five-year-old daughter, um, Indiana, and a stepdaughter who will be 17 in like a week. Cuckoo bananas. I know. And I have three little boys. They are five, eight, and 10. <sighs> yeah, that's a lot of kids between us. and rob you said you're you're a newly single father is that right yeah i decided to mix it up in 2020 and do a uh, quarantine divorce so i'm uh, almost one year single now i i do get along well with my ex we are 50 50 co-parents and uh, talking about we were talking about things they didn't teach you before they certainly don't teach you how to Get divorced, be divorced, be single again, dating apps. I am like swimming yeah. in it and it's like very, it's exciting and fun, terrifying, confusing. It's like everything. And but, that's a lot of processing. Oh yeah, I've gone, therapy is good. Therapy is really good. <laughs> therapy is really good. And yeah. that's interesting because, I mean, you mentioned like moving forward, but it's hard to move forward in anything at all in life, especially in quarantine, in a pandemic. So the fact that it's like you're in a pressure cooker of like parenting and also like your new self, but like maybe you're in like a, do you feel as if you're in a cocoon? Like making yourself who when the gates open wide, then you'll be like, I'm newly single and ready to mingle. Like, are you like, are you like figuring it out? <laughs> Out right now in this like well, little metamorphosis the gates have cracked open alicia you can't oh, okay. be cooped okay. up that long so okay okay you are forced to to put yourself out there i have told all my married friends i'm like it's a lot easier to be strict in quarantine when you're married and you're used to that but when you're single you know i go we are 50 50 so it's like four days on three days off and when you have three days mm-hmm. off you need some human contact so um, oh. i'm learning well, about it and i was not Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Betsy, hopefully it doesn't come to it, but it's a it's a crazy world out there. I would love very much to be alone for three Uh, months. It sounds amazing. It is. It was. Yeah, I can. I mean, I know I know that people are alone and I feel badly for them, but not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I just want I just don't want anyone touching me. Like I don't want sticky yeah. hands and my dog like in my thing and there's like less there's laundry and like I just, just want I, silence. I just want silence. The other day I had like I taught a class, you know, we're home all day for eleven months with all these fucking kids. I was done. I went down to the couch. I was looking at my phone. My husband God bless would not stop talking to me. He just kept coming in the room and saying things, and I was giving him everything with my face, like, I'm not feeling this. And at one point he even <laughs> said, you know what, I I know you, I, I'm gonna leave you alone. I'm not gonna say this anymore because what, what I'm saying is boring or whatever. And he walked away and fucking 
Less than 120 <laughs> seconds later, he was in the room telling me something else. And I was just like, I can't not. I think I'm the I think I'm the husband in your situation Betsy Mm. because I think I talk to my kid all day and then I'm on like a lot of zooms like and my husband's on a lot of zooms in the other room on a lot of meetings so at the end of the day I want to talk to him and he's like we've been together all day in the same room and I'm like but we haven't had connection time like don't you want to talk about the future he's like the future's bleak quit talking to me and let me watch a documentary about Nazis I'm just like, oh, God. Like, that's, like, his calm down in House Hunters. It's true. Let me watch this John Lewis documentary, which is excellent, by the way. If you've got HBO Max, it's called John Lewis Good Good Trouble, and it's so fucking good. I mean, I knew that John Lewis died in 2020. He's, like, a civil rights hero. I didn't realize. I didn't realize quite what he had done, like, who he was. And, uh... Holy shit, this guy. He preached it's nonviolence. Amazing. He was kind of like uh, Martin Luther King Jr., uh, uh, you know, d- disciple, kind of. And uh, so he's all about nonviolence. And he just went around the country getting his head kicked in by Nazis and uh, fighting for everyone's rights. He's, he's truly amazing. Anyway, Rob, I should tell you. That Alicia's name is Alicia, which is a different than Alicia. It's just, it's okay, you know, Rob, Ali- I didn't introduce you- myself properly. It was my fault. Alicia, how do you, what's your mnemonic device to help people remember that it's Alicia? Because well, ne- you're the only Alicia I've ever met. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> my friend Chris in college would always sing, Alicia, I want to kiss ya. You're really delicious. Like, so there you know, you go, like, Rob. That's good. So, I mean, Not you don't like have to say that, I know you're newly single. That wasn't a pickup line. I'm happily married. But um, <laughs> Ryan was like, uh, wish, uh, not, you know, it's it's phonetic. It's phonetic. So. Yeah, not not like the clueless uh, no. Alicia. Okay. No, I'm clueless she might also be Alicia. Yeah. Alicia, yeah. <laughs> this is too much. Can I tell you both? This is really refreshing. I just did another podcast with a dad, and it was, like, very talking about how you know the what parents say when like what they're trying to be good not real talk it's like uh how important it is to model for our kids and all that and reality like i can fake it because i'm good at that like half the day but come <laughs> eight o'clock it's like get eight the fuck o'clock? away from me stop <laughs> talking to me i got yeah Eight o'clock, Rob. You're a you're an effing saint. I'm oh, at the four like o'clock cutoff. <laughs> no, four I, o'clock. I, I break the day down into like, can we get from six to seven fifteen? Can okay. we get to eleven? Can mm. we get to two? It's like six different races, and every day by two, I'm usually just cooked. But I yeah. try to uh, hide in my closet for twenty minutes every day. That's a parenting tip. Oh. <gasps> Dad hack. <laughs> Dad hack. Hide in your closet for 20 minutes a day. It's self-care. Yeah, it that's really so, is. Yeah. Self-care. They'd find you. What do you here. do in there? Oh, well, it's I call it meditating and my 3-year-old still barges in and says, "Is daddy meditating? Are y'all done?" But it is like uh you got to stay away from me like for 20 minutes. I need quiet, I need dark, I need I actually need to be off my phone. That's like the real hard part, but it like gets me to bedtime without wanting to murder everybody. Wow, that's you truly great. are. 
You truly yeah, are meditating hard. in there. I paid twelve hundred bucks to learn that at a TM course, so I. I <laughs> <laughs> Ooh! Did yeah. you did you get your own personalized mantra at TM? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I can't tell you. It's a secret. Oh, you can't. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Trademark. What's a, what's but, a TM? What is a TM workshop? I don't know what that means. So so TM is transcendental meditation. It's what oh, all the cool L- LA Rob people are doing. Another friend Rob did that. <gasps> it's a Rob Club. Oh so my I don't God. even really. Yeah, it's kind of it's a little woo woo, and I. I love woo woo. But it like I don't even know if it works, but the f- it is 20 minutes, which I like because I got to be away from my kids for 20 minutes and, you know, my ex-wife for 20 minutes. But it's forced 20 minutes and, you know, it's quiet. I don't know. It, just, it works. So I don't even know what the mantra stuff, if that really helps. But it's like I need to hide for 20 minutes. I paid 1200 bucks for this. You guys leave me alone. Rob, that's great. Every almost every day, not today because it goes into it. I'd say not every, three to, at least three days a week. I do meditation with um, my meditation guru Shanta Valdez. She's genius. Like I this do name is amazing. The, also, Shanta Valdez is part of the Jane Club, which I'm part of, which is in like this powerful group of amazing forward-thinking progressive women. And mm-hmm. Shanta does this meditation. So I've started making that cut too, Rob. I used to think it was like selfish. I never meditated. And if I, from 1130 to 12 o'clock, I lock my door. I put on my weighted blanket. I like, I've just started in the last week lighting a candle. Cause I used to be like, I can't spend the money on a smell good candle. Like I, I would say all these things to myself. And it like, if I come out of the room after 30 minutes, everybody's always like, wow you're a different person you're like i really am centered like and i couldn't do it non-guided because i would just fall asleep and kind of like start my (laughs) mental checklist of like things i had to do like i couldn't truly be present for myself for that long but it really did help and now like you set it up like of like if if some days you know i get a knock on the door my dog's barking but if i set it up this is the if the door shut then you don't bother me. So you have to teach, mm-hmm. like I'm learning that, like you teach people how to treat you, AKA boundaries, what's that? But I'm like trying to learn, like that 30 minutes, I'm trying to learn that boundary, right? Yeah. Yeah, I my mother-in-law that. has a little sticky note she puts on her bedroom and it just says, I'm meditating. And it has a little yeah. drawing and then we just know, don't, don't, well, it also means I'm meditating or I've forgotten to take this note down for days. So I'm not sure actually which it is. I don't, I don't even think it matters what you do in there, Alicia. Like, so I, what you said is your thoughts race and you fall asleep. I do both of those things. My thoughts race for 15 minutes. I fall asleep for five minutes. My alarm goes off and I'm like, I'm good. So like the whole mantra or whatever spiritual stuff you're doing, I think all that's overrated. I think it's like, we need 20 minutes to ourselves. I mean, 800 times more with the COVID pandemic quarantine. Like you gotta, I gotta do two of them usually a day. So I get 40 minutes of silence to myself now. And are you laying down then, Rob? I sit in a chair and I set the iPhone alarm for 20 and I put the phone down and then I just like, just sit there. And I usually think about how annoyed I am, what's for dinner. But then eventually, at like minute 15, your brain just its so exhausted that I literally pass out almost every time. But the recharge you get is like, it's it's the only thing that gets me to bedtime. I'm still focused on the fact that you have a chair comfortable enough to sleep in in your closet. (laughs) 
That's what I was thinking too. I tell, yes, Daddy's going to the closet. That's what I. It doesn't matter. You know how it is. Like when you can get a little alone time, you can like cower in a corner of like a, a ghetto street, and you'll be okay. Yes, I know a lot of people who usually um, hide in their pantry and eat chocolate chips. That's a real. That's a real mom move. I the think. The car. Or, do moms do moms sit in the driveway in the car like oh, a lot too? I'm I'm in my car yeah. a lot, and I love I it. I think dads do that too. Where. You, you you get home and then you turn off the car and then you just sit there. I'm like, okay, I gotta go in. Podcast, the house. it doesn't matter. Snacks, I got, I'm ready. Snacks. Mm-hmm. I need to be a better <laughs> snack mom. Uh, did I tell you? I uh, did I? I don't know if I told these, you this. These recipe. snacks aren't for our kids. These snacks are for us. Oh, go on. Did I tell you, like my daughter, like last week or something. I don't know when. Who knows what day it is? Like at like 11:30 at night, she was still awake in bed. She was awake, and I was. She was like, "Mama, I can't. My brain just keeps going. I'm thinking about so many things. Like I'm just like really thinking." And I went and I was like, "Okay, let's take some deep breaths." And we did some deep breaths. And I talked to her, and she's like, "I just can't stop." I'm like, well, "What are you thinking about, babe?" And she's like, "Snacks." All I think about is snacks. Girl singing. And I was like, that's where we are right now. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I like that. It was some big profound, just snacks, just some snacks. Make taking better care of your health a New Year's resolution and make it super easy with Care Of. Celebrate the little victories this year. You don't have to make any big resolutions. Small, impactful changes are just as important, like adding a daily vitamin to help support your energy, sleep, or fitness to target those goals, whether in the short term or the long term. I've told you about it before because I love it, and I'm going to tell you again. You go online, and Care Of gives you an in-depth five-minute-long quiz. They ask you questions about your diet, your lifestyle, your health concerns, and it's like getting a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist all without having to leave your house. And then you get a personally tailored approach to your unique health needs. Care Of has high-quality products that are formulated with good-for-you clean ingredients that are backed by science. So they recommend vitamins and supplements and they put them in a little daily individually wrapped packet that's perfect for getting back into a routine. You can follow Care Of's expert recommendations or you can adjust your packet anytime. Whatever you receive is completely up to you. I love Care Of. They have truly high quality products excellent customer service and it's so easy just having that pack of vitamins every day. You can put it in your purse you can put it in your pocket. It's got your name on it. And they're really good too about showing you exactly what they've sent you and exactly what it does. For 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the code WMD50. That's half off your first Care Of order. Go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the code WMD50. Experience full plates and fuller wallets with America's Best Value Meal Kit. Get meals you'll enjoy and your bank account will love. Delivered right to your door, contact-free. Every plate dinners are the less expensive alternative to takeout or delivery. Plus, each meal is about the same price as one cup of coffee. Whoa. Recipes come together in about 30 minutes, which is definitely faster than a trip to the grocery store and starting a meal from scratch. Plus, there's a changing menu of 14 recipes every week featuring a range of flavors and ingredients so that you will never get bored. Every plate makes it easy and affordable to cook hearty, delicious, family-pleasing meals and on a budget. I love when that box comes from every plate because I know I don't have to do a whole week of meal planning now. I don't have to look up recipes, 
or figure out what we have to get at the grocery store or what we have in the cabinet. And I know that 30 minutes before we sit down to eat, I'm going to open up my refrigerator. I'm going to look at that recipe card and I'm going to make something really fun and different. I don't think I've ever talked about this, but I have this homemade cookbook where anytime I see a recipe that I like, I either print it off or I cut it out and I glue it into this book. Well, I have at least two or three every plate recipes in there because every single time we're like, this is delicious. We have to make this again. If you've been putting off trying a meal kit service because you were worried about the cost, try every plate. You can try every plate for just $1.99 per meal, plus an additional 20% off your next two boxes by going to everyplate.com and entering the code WMD199. So let's do this. Get started with every plate for just $1.99 per meal, plus an additional 20% off another two weeks by going to everyplate.com and entering the code WMD199. You know what? That actually leads me pretty nicely to the story I intended on telling today. Um, so it, this is pretty much last night. Last night really broke me. Um, I've been kind of like on the verge of broken for like the last week. Um, I like I've given up in a lot of ways. Uh, just as a, this pandemic kind of just, you know, in Los Angeles. Where are you, Rob? You're in- I'm in uh, right outside Atlanta, Georgia. Excellent. They're, they're, they don't believe so much in the pandemic here. So it's pretty open. It's like a little <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Here in Los Angeles, we've essentially been in quarantine um, for 11 months. Like I was just texting with a, f- a friend of mine the other day and she said she'd left her house 10 times since wow. March. Yeah. So you, it's you'll just, survive, but you will have gone insane. So yeah. good trade This is correct. Yeah, for anyone listening who isn't in Los Angeles, yeah, if this has not been clear, like we have been in quarantine for this whole time. It's just been a real nightmare. So, I mean, we're fine. We're not fine. <laughs> we're, we're not, not fine. Reach out to your friends. Reach out to your friends. Send them Postmates gift cards. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> wine. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't even be bothered to put on makeup right now. I put it, on a and turban a, so I didn't have to brush my hair, Betsy. Okay. Oh, so good. Oh, look at you. I mean, I just, that's what ponytails are for. Anyway. Um, so last night, so I is, uh, so <laughs> when I finally realized uh, that we will be living, <laughs> how do I say that? We don't talk about politics on this show. Here's what I'll say. I was unclear for a while this fall uh, if we would be staying in our house where we are or if we might be moving somewhere else. Maybe another country. I don't know. Anyway, so um, so this the whole pandemic, I hadn't been decorating or doing any kind of home improvement. So I was like, I don't know if we're even staying here. Like, I don't know what's going on. And also, I've lost the will to live. And so I didn't do anything around the house. And also we were like so broke because our because we were stuck in the house. We couldn't work as much eh, and our hours had been cut um, by a third. So uh, so finally I was like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to let's let's make the kids room look nicer. It needs we need to you know, we, we have a new bed in there. Um, 
um, the whole thing got rearranged. Like, let's try to make this look nicer. So underneath this new loft bed, I was like, ooh, let's get fairy lights. Let's get those little like lights. Let's put them underneath the bed so that underneath the uh, underneath the loft, it's like this cozy space that you can hang out in and read or whatever uh, on this very uncomfortable, strange futon. Okay, um, so, <laughs> so they finally came in the mail yesterday and my youngest was so excited my five-year-old really wanted to put these lights up and he's like let's get these lights up and i and i put them on my bed and i got the batteries that they required and i put those on the bed i was like okay later we'll do it and i was doing all sorts of stuff as one does and uh at some point he brought all of the batteries and all of the lights downstairs and was like mama let's do this and i was like no we're gonna do this later please go put that back on my bed and he's like ah and uh, so he kept asking me. And so finally I was like, here's what we're gonna do. It was like, so they go upstairs to get ready for bed at like eight. So starting at about five, he was like, when are we gonna do this? And I was like, here's what we're gonna do. When we go up for bedtime, we're gonna install these lights. In fact, and, and he was like, okay. And he would come back like five minutes later. He's like, so when are we putting these lights up? And I was, finally, I was like, "Here's here, why don't you go upstairs, get totally ready for bed, and then uh, we will uh, install these lights while your brothers are getting ready for, you know, for bed, but you'll be all ready and we can do this together. And so we did that. And then he still was like, every five minutes, just like, Mama, when are we going to put these up? For like hours. And it drove me so fucking crazy because I kept repeating myself and being like, you know what I just fucking told you, which I'm sure you uh, were able to retain. Um, and uh, <laughs> so at the same time, here's the other thing that was going on. My, uh, our 10 year old is like way behind in school. <laughs> he just like doesn't do stuff. I mean, we already know that um, for months, uh, we found out recently, he just hadn't been showing up for the second half of school. He just didn't show up. Um, it's on Zoom. We've been on Zoom school this whole time uh, because we don't go anywhere or, you know. Uh, but uh, so he was like, my school's over. And, and we were like, oh, that's weird. And then the teacher was like, no, it's not. He just hasn't been showing up. Great. So anyway, so he's like way behind. And there's like some big project on black history that was due like last week that he just didn't do. Um, and. Is that and it fifth was like a grade, big Betsy? Fifth grade? Fourth fifth grade? grade? Fifth grade. Fifth that's grade. like a yes. that's a big one. Yeah, fifth grade. Yeah. It's people it kind of steps up mm -hmm. in fifth grade. I it's a big kind of transition year. And next year he's gonna have lots like he's gonna have lots of different teachers and mm -hmm. he's gonna be going to different classes and getting a different workload and you know, it'll be a much more like a high school <clears throat> kind of experience. So this is his last year with like one teacher. He's just not making it work. Um, and so my husband was like, here, you need to do this by this day, this by this day, this by this day, so that your project gets turned in at, at your um, due date. Let's say due date. It's past his due date. It's like an extension due date. But then he was like, okay, so, so we talked about this. And he's doing this black history project on John Lewis, who we just spoke about. And we were like, hey, let's watch this awesome documentary about John Lewis. I bet it will help you with your thing. 
And he was like, I don't want to want. And I was like, well, I fucking do. So I want to watch <laughs> it and you're going to sit here um, and you can like work on your shit on my computer. But like, we're going to watch this documentary because I want to do that because there's so little that brings me joy lately. Um, and that sounds Seriously. good. Um, so he's he's taking notes. And then as the thing goes on, he starts kind of snuggling with me. And I'm like, OK, I guess, you know, I guess that's fine because he, you know, he, he's 10. He doesn't do a lot of snuggling and I, I'll, I'll take it where I can get it. Um, and I know he needs it. So but but then as we're getting nearer to bedtime and as we are getting uh, closer to the end of this documentary, I'm like, hey, Rex, you probably should be, you know, doing a little work over there. And he's like, well, I'm watching this. And I was like, yeah, but you, you have to get these paragraphs done tonight. And he's like, no, I don't. And I was like, yeah, you do. And he starts screaming because he's, because that's just, because he's emotionally dynamic. Um, and uh, so he's like yelling. And I was like, no, no, like we talked about this. You're going to do these paragraphs because this, this, this is how the schedule is. And he's like, no. Um, and I had to get Ari to come down because he was like taking a class over Zoom upstairs in our bedroom. <laughs> and so uh, and he had to like sit with him. And uh, and man, our kid just he was he would not do it. I was like, yes, you will. And he's like, no, I won't. And um, and I just about lost my, my damn mind. Um, and then at some point we went upstairs and uh, my five year old and I, we put up these lights it was, um, and it looked really nice, but as we were doing that, my eight-year-old, like, wouldn't get ready for bed and was, like, slamming a door, uh, and, which I fucking hate, um, and it was so loud, it made me, like, bleh, like, it was so fucking loud. Also, I'm, like, uh, so tightly wound lately. Um, my, my husband says that every now and then I'll just, um, in, um, like if my husband surprises me, if he walks into the room and I've didn't realize it, he'll be like, Hey, and I'll be like, Ugh! like I jump out of my skin. I'm just so tightly wound lately. Um, Betsy, like I couldn't agree with that more in terms of being tightly wound. I, I literally wrote in my journal cause I have to journal my emotions or I'll rage at everybody. Like the one <laughs> thing that this pandemic, I really accept like, the fact that I'm meditating and love crystals and now do new moon rituals all the time. <laughs> and now, like that, because I'm just like anything that will help. Like I have used to be the person that I was, part of me was the person that people would be like, Alicia, you really need to like, when I would go to auditions or whatnot or be in shows or like, they'd be like, really, can you like connect more with your anger? Can you not smile? Can you be more mad? And now like my anger- Can you anger, not be so Midwestern? Yeah, not, yeah, right? Can you not be a nice white lady? I'm like, that's my training. I'm really unpacking and relearning. And now like my rage is just like right here all the time. Like you're being so nice to yourself. Like you're jumpy and tightly wound. I am like a cannon. Like, I can't, like, I'm just like, all the time, Betsy. Like, literally, I have to, like, unclench my fist at moment every second. Like, just be like, oh. I'm like, oh, I gotta, like, put my shoulders down. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Yeah. That bedtime. I don't know. I mean, three-kid bedtime, Betsy. No, Alicia, you might not. I'm sure it's hard for you, too. But getting that, like, 7 no, to 8.30 window. For any parent is, mm -hmm. if you just saw that snapshot of like me as a dad, you'd be like, this guy should be like 
put away at a child. Yes. It is the worst. It's be how do you do that, just, Rob? How do you do three? I mean, there's a lot of TV. There's melatonin. I'm now doubling the dosage on the melatonin, and I, hear that. I don't know. One passes out on the couch watching shows. There's just a lot of like survival mode. But all yeah. you want is like that that like hour and a half to yourself with nobody yes. around you. But then you're also so exhausted that you don't even know what to do with it. So it's like, that is like, I can't figure out how to like get from that to bedtime or I don't know. So yeah, I, I let me feel know you, when you that, figure it out. And there you're yeah. just done. You're just, you've exhausted every bit of like bandwidth doing the other stuff. And now your kids want to like, they want They're hungry. And I'm just yes. like, fuck you. Like yes. get away from me. What, what planet are you on? Right. It's like Next. you run, you Next. run a marathon. I'm done. You run a marathon. You shit your pants yeah. miles away from here. Yeah. You, all you want to do is get to that finish line. You can see it there. Look, you, you're not winning, but at least you're passing the finish yes. line. And then someone, yeah, someone just grabs you by the back of your shirt and, and is like, ah, give me a snack. Yeah. Like, do you all Read feel that in, <laughs> in this pandemic, I feel like the finish line keeps moving. Like, I'm getting tricked. Like, they were like, here was the finish line at a normal 7.30 to 8 bedtime. And they're like, just kidding. It's 9 o'clock. JK, it's 10.15. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> like, just keep like, creeping it backwards, like, to where it's myself time. Last night, my daughter did not fall asleep till 10:48. she took two dance classes went outside i'm like trying to wear her down it's just yeah it fires them up i think it backfires right it gets them more <laughs> amped up i don't understand it i don't know i don't know so yeah. so last night so my my son slams the door i i jump out of my skin my husband's downstairs making our 10 year old write these paragraphs we finally put these lights up so my five-year-old stops asking me about it mm -hmm. and then so the night before that it was like 11 p.m and my eight-year-old had come downstairs and was crying because he missed being on the bottom bunk of his bed and he didn't like being on the top bunk now because he has trouble with change don't we all so then t last night the night after that my five-year-old comes downstairs and this is at the whole time they're coming down like snacks drinks Ugh. oh i'm here for a fucking can of seltzer like what <laughs> <laughs> wet your bed what <laughs> like you're no you're not um but of course they've worn me down so i'm like yep let me pour you that fucking seltzer because i've right? had it please promise me to go Anything. you're gonna go upstairs so then um so then the five-year-old comes downstairs and is crying because he wants to be on the top bunk and he's so sad that he's on the bottom bunk and he wishes he was on the top bunk just like his brothers and um and i was like okay first of all you're too little to be on the top bunk mm -hmm. but your brother was crying about wanting to be on the bottom bunk last night let's go ask him maybe he'll switch oh. beds with you um, and that'll solve everything, and then everyone will leave me alone. Right. So we uh, go upstairs, and uh, and the youngest is like feeling hopeful. I ask the eight year old, I you know, I tell him what I just told you, and he's like, No, I changed my mind. <laughs> and then the five year old starts crying again, and then I have to read him like this book which he chooses, and it's like one of these like learn how to read chapter book so it's like 45 pages long oh, but yeah. i feel obligated and i finally get him like happy we get to the end of the book and then my eight-year-old like leans over from the top bunk and is like 
yeah, I don't want to switch beds. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then the five-year-old starts crying again. And then I finally extract myself from this room. And my 10-year-old comes up and he's like, <gasps> bedtime. <laughs> and I was like, you're going to have to take care of yourself because I cannot. Um, and, uh, and it just really broke me. I didn't even like do anything last night. I just like went down and laid on the couch and like looked at something. I don't know what Twitter for hours. Yeah. Like I just, right. I just had it. There's so anyway. just no decompression. I'm really sorry you went through that. You know, there's no like escaping it because no, it's all no day. Like I feel. I mean. You did a really good job. Like that would have just—it's just all those frustrating things all day that we don't get a leave from. There's no so it, like yeah. bedtime's supposed to be like this nice thing, reconnect with our kids yeah. and like read a book or cuddle up. And I'm just like, we aren't built to have them all day, all around us, all the time. So because night then at nighttime we're like, go get it yourself. You know, yeah. like, mm -hmm. it's just, we're yeah. not, this is not how it's supposed to be. It's just not how it's supposed to be, you know, yeah. like. Because even if you know. were homeschooling your kids, they would, like, go to some play group or some right. dance class outside the house or. Right. Or you um, would go out, you would take your kids to the library to get different right. stimulation that wasn't you. Right. So yeah. our kids in quarantine, like, unfortunately, I'm my daughter's teacher, her mother, her best friends, her, like, <laughs> nurse, her, her yoga instructor like i'm like all we're all the things right it's just like and then, mm -hmm. and then do you also like have that part of you that feels bad because you're like well this yes. sucks for them too how the fuck should yes. they be acting so now i'm like yes. torn with guilt and fury and that like yes. cocktail is just like i don't want to be an asshole when i yell oh, at them and they yes. cry i feel bad so i'm like i should be gentle and i'm like Especially going through the divorce when they act like an asshole. I'm like, yeah. oh, because they're working through feelings. So I'm just like, Aww. it's that, it's that just, yeah, you don't know what the answer is. And I also wonder too, like our parents didn't go through this, but how would they handle, sometimes I'm like, are we just too soft? Like if I asked for a snack at bedtime, like I probably would have, I don't even yeah. think I would have got looked at, but like I'm <laughs> fucking getting Ritz crackers in the bed and I'm just like. Who is the asshole here? I think it's me. I don't. I can't. I can't figure I it out. <laughs> but then, like the boomers, kind of fucked us up all real good, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. That's a thing. We've gone too far. We we have to find our like. We got to find a way to pump the brakes and choose ourselves. But right yeah. now, like Alicia says, it's like how? Where is that window to do it? It's like. It's 9.30 to 10.15, and like you, Betsy, I'm on my, I can, I'm looking at the chair right now that I didn't even move from, scrolling Instagram because I couldn't even put a show on to yes. decompress, so, I and then you even, go to bed. I started watching some weird thing about George Washington. Oh <laughs> Actually, it was gosh. really cool. It was something about, like, if George Washington had a Facebook page, <laughs> what would it look like? Stop it. And I was like, Stop. this is fun. And then, yeah, three minutes in, I just paused it. Oh, I know why. Because everyone fucking came downstairs, kept asking me for cheese. And then they wanted cheese, and then they would leave it with me on the couch, and then I would eat all the cheese. This and you talk to, do you talk to other parents? This is what also bothers me. Apparently, everyone I talk to, their advice is, oh, we're just really firm about that. We we say no, and we hold our rules. They're lying and to I you, Rob. And I feel like the <laughs> asshole, right? I'm like, Rob, those I, friends are lying to you. Oh, they're not, good. Thank they're you. lying to you. That's why I'm here. You. 
That's why there, I'm here. Those are like, yeah, we all have rules in our firm, but those are, the, no one's holding to their rules in the pandemic. Like, my child, the truth is, my child did not see a screen until she was like, one and a half i'm talking there wasn't a television on and literally her like and we've taught these children oh limit screen time pediatricians were like oh you can only give them one hour and now we're like just kidding our children's entire lives are going to be on a screen that you told them they couldn't have and we put all this guilt on you for having and giving it to them it's their only way of connecting with their family and their friends and learning anything but remember three weeks ago we told them if you gave them over two hours you'd go to hell like what <laughs> nobody knows what they're talking about so rob don't listen to you're doing a great job you're thank doing a great you, job god this um, is why I, I mean that's what you need to hear from other people saying this because a lot, a lot of especially on social media everybody's lying or they're putting their and you know that intellectually you know it, that up behind that picture is chaos but like there's some disconnect when you're not around people and all you see is your screen and you're like, am I fucking losing my mind or is yeah. I? So thank you for saying that. 2020 was a real doozy. And if you're anything like everyone else, you might be feeling like it's time to get some help and talk with someone. Better help is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. I don't know anyone who isn't struggling right now, and it doesn't hurt to reach out for help. You deserve to feel happy. So what is therapy exactly? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. You can get help with motivation, depression, anxiety. Maybe you're having anger issues, stress, dealing with insecurity in relationships or at work. Maybe difficulties with your romantic relationships or your kids. Whatever you need. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. I tried it out and I was amazed at how easy it was to find a therapist and I was really impressed by how quickly they reached out to me. So join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. You got to put your oxygen mask on first before you can help everyone else. So for Why Mommy Drinks listeners, BetterHelp is going to give you 10% off your first month if you go to betterhelp.com slash drinks. So again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash drinks. And let's slide into 2021 feeling strong, happy, and healthy. Our sponsor this week is Bombas. Bombas makes the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. That is quite a claim. But I have to say, Amanda and I agree. They have a really great product. They've literally rethought every little detail of socks that we wear to make them way more comfortable. My favorite Bombas are the little slipper socks. They're cotton. They fit great. They're not too tight. They're not too loose. And because they're cotton, they feel really good. But these socks do more than just keep your feet cozy. They help give back to the most vulnerable members of our community. Because for every pair of socks, that you purchase. Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. The generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 34 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of 3,000 giving partners. And the impact is more powerful than ever. To those experiencing homelessness, these socks represent the dignity of putting on clean clothes, a small comfort that's especially important right now. So give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash 
WMD. That's Bombas, like we're the bomb, B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash WMD for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash WMD. Get cozy. Well, Betsy, do you want me to transition into why what broke me? Yes, please. Okay. Tell us. Well, I have one small. I just need to share this with someone. This didn't. This is like this small part, also a small thing, and then a, a thing at large. But I just need to share this with someone. <laughs> and I've been like trying to cut back on my like sugar and alcohol and be healthy as you know, blah blah mm. blah blah. Shut up, the world. Um, but I was like, my my mother in law was very kindly made these cookies on Facetime with my daughter, and which was very nice. Like t- telling her how to make these special like family persimmon cookies. Then she wow. mailed the box of persimmon cookies to us, and her persimmon cookies like I've never really had them before. You know, before I met my husband, and it wouldn't, I wouldn't be go to a bakery and like get persimmon cookies, and but they're amazing and moist and delicious. But there've been this like ten Alicia. of persimmon cookies. Can you hear me? Wait, Alicia. Yeah. Quick question, uh, Betsy Stover, Los Angeles Times. Oh yes. What are persimmons? Those like sweet? They're like a sweet tomato kind of. Yes, like but a- really okay. firm. Okay. Like, okay. Sorry. They're the kind of thing if you got in a fruit basket, you'd throw away because you didn't know what to do with them. like they're like a bastard fruit um but are persimmons like a part of is it a mexican staple i think of them as sort of an asian food i don't i i can't speak to that betsy but what i can say is my my mother-in-law makes some badass persimmon cookies so i got the 10 my daughter every day i've been having like um tea time with for her so every day at 3, 3.30, I make her a cup of tea. She's obsessed with tea. I put it in porcelain, and I give her a sweet treat. So she knows that once a day, she's going to get some kind of sweet treat. So there's no asking. There's no negotiating. She gets a cookie or an ice cream, a whole thing at tea time. Okay? That's nice that it's scheduled. At my house, it's just a yeah. rolling. Brag. That's some humble brag just... there, Alicia, with the one <laughs> snacky treat a day. I mean, no, one sweet treat. Oreos. No, and, no, uh, treat. Okay. one sweet treat. Well, you know, it's one sweet treat because then, because it, it was asking. All, I, I know she has snacks all day, but this was like one indulgent, right? Like I was try- I'm trying it. to make it like, I'm trying to be French. The French eat like one, they cook like one cake and then they like sit and stare at the cake for like seven days and they have like one piece of cake with like a fork. Whereas I like eat a cake with my hands in like five seconds. But so I was, I was avoiding. Tres and Terrasant. Right? Yeah, that's a I'm good like, idea actually to do it during the day because in theory that should, we give dessert at like seven and then I'm like, why are they wound up? So yeah. I might try that, like chocolate ice cream doing. at three, go yes. freaking crazy. And then it and gives you, you the time. They go crazy. They peak. I was noticing she was the same thing. I was giving dessert. Then she was going crazy and I was mad about it. But I yeah. still and wanted it to coincides give her. with bedtime. Yes. Yeah. So now she like peaks. And by the time the crash comes, it's dinner. Mm, so it's like well you're, you're, I'm gonna try right? that. Right? Okay, so I just made that up. <laughs> I have no scientific backing. This is just working for me. But I was avoiding. Okay, but can I also interject and oh, just yeah. say at our house you could do what we do, which is just uh, sweet treats all the time, on demand, never ending. No judgment no? there, girl. Okay. No judgment there. <laughs> Whatever works. Whatever works. Hold on, Patsy. Along those lines, <laughs> I walked out of my room because I heard that. I keep my door shut. I just assume everybody, once they finally go to bed, will sleep till six or whenever school starts. And I came out to find 
my six-year-old, on the couch, a bag of Cape Cod potato chips and cookies, watching YouTube videos. And I was just like, what the f-? Like, I can't get mad because I'm going to wake up the other kids. He's just like calm. I'm like, you need to sleep. I'm sorry. I just had to like. What time was it? It was three. He was like in the morning. Three in the morning. He's just like I couldn't sleep, so I'm I gonna go on my own. That. I respect I kinda, that boy. I kind of did, but I know right. Hustle, I'm hustle like, on. So I have to quietly not discipline him and tell him that you can't do that while keeping the other two asleep. And then at seven, he's a disaster because he's been up. Okay, I'm like yeah. Yeah, well, I, well, I didn't Rob, know we signed up for like stuff you. like that. Yeah, yeah I mean. No, that's not even it. So go on with the tea time. Go on with the tea time. Oh, no, this is like very small, but I just want you to know this is my life. So I've been avoiding the cookies in the tin because I'm like, you can do this. Like, you don't have to give in to the persimmon cookies. And then last night, I was like, like having a really rough night, really rough day. And I'm like, you know what, Alicia? You go in and you have one of those persimmon cookies. I had like a like a drink and I was like, I'm gonna have a persimmon. It was like kind of dark. I knew where the cookies were because I've been getting her one every day. I like take a cookie, I like eat, oh my God. I take a cookie, I eat the cookie, I enjoy the cookie. You guys, I'm so horrified. This morning I go in, the cookies were covered in fuzzy mold. I ate a fuzzy mold cookie when I finally decided to treat myself. You guys, like, I'm not talking a little bit of mold. I'm talking, like, so much mold that couldn't have happened over a six-hour period. I ate, like, the fuzziest, moldy. I'm, like, sweating because I, like, wanted to vomit. It was so stressful. Like, Did I you know it? No, I didn't Did know it. Did you know was... it at the time? You didn't no. know it until the next day. I was day. like, something oh, tastes God. a little weird. I was like, something tastes a little weird, but I was like, but I was like, it's probably because I just like, like haven't had as much sugar. Like it's fine. Like just finish this cookie because it was kind of dark. So I didn't, I didn't turn on the lights to investigate the cookie. You guys, but that's just like, like I feel like that's what my life is right now. It's the moldy, the moldy cookie. Um, wow. so that I'm was so just sorry a- that happened to you. That's. That's brutal. Hilarious. Mold on food has got to be like a top five, like grossest yep. thing. It's like eating an eggshell when you eat eggs. You get that feeling oh. that's just like, mm-hmm. it's just not supposed to be there. So I'm just, that like is some, horrifying. Some background on that. Like if you, if you, if my husband would say to me, hey, smell this, does it smell bad? I'm in the camp of, I'm not going to smell that, throw that shit away. Let's not ask mm-hmm. that question. Like right. that's how much it grosses me out. So the fact, when, when I say mold, you guys, I'm not talking like bread when you see like one piece where like, you can scratch <sighs> off if things are desperate i'm talking like the whole thing was like hairy mold this is oh. like this is like i know i'm really i'm so um attractive right now like it's quarantine through really eat moldy cookies and this. can you eat one again i feel like that's one of those you'll never eat a persimmon cookie again after that i don't, hey, I don't yes. know i don't know you'll have like a Pavlovian reaction. Yeah. I don't even think I'd talk to my mother-in-law. I feel like that would ruin the relationship. Every time I'd see her, I'd think about that. So good luck oh, with that. We're trying to heal there. That's a, that's. A, <laughs> but I'll tell you uh, quickly, just um, the other thing that breaks me, I usually don't like, you know, poop. I, I don't think I ever talked about poop on this. <clears throat> I know there's a lot of poop stories, but this is just like a quick overview. My dog had a cone on his head because he got his 
balls chopped off. That was like last time I was having mic issues. And while this was happening with the cone and the cone kept like hitting our legs and cutting everybody and he got stuck under the bed with the cone because he was sleeps under the bed, even though he should in his crate because he's a puppy, but whatever, it's quarantine. Um, I went out and was cleaning up his cone, his cone poop because we have like a little backyard. His I'm cone cleaning- poop? Well, he pooped in a cone. He was just like pooping in a cone because we have a little Wait. backyard. He had the cone on, you know, like his Okay, cone. but he didn't poop in the No, he the didn't cone. poop in the cone. He okay. didn't poop on the cone. He had a poop wearing the cone. And I'm like, oh, we, pe- you know, I'm cleaning up the poop. I'm a good Samaritan. It's our private yard. But I'm like, I'm a really good person. Every time I clean up his poop, I'm like, I am such a good adult. Like, just where is my trophy? Like, every time. I, like, expect angels to, like, come down and be like, oh, she did it. So, like, I'm cleaning up the poop. And he comes from behind and leaps leaps like with his cone and hits me like on my leg and I'm like Django no like it's not his fault but I'm really mad at him because he's annoying me and I step in the remainder of the poop he steps in the poop and I'm like no he jumps through the door my daughter is next to me and she starts cracking up and I'm like this is not funny this is stop the dog stop the dog (laughs) my husband comes out steps in it doesn't know he's like i didn't step in it walks in the house runs after the dog who has poop all over his legs so i have poop on my foot my daughter's comes out laughing "Ah, ah, ah, this is hilarious and i'm like get in your playroom she had stepped in it so she tracked through there's poop on the plit on the rug i have it all over me he has a cone he's knocking into thing his cone gets stuck hits our lamp the lamp hits, glass shatters in poop on the no! floor. Swear to God. So you can't even, you can't even swear, vacuum it. Swear to God, it gets worse. He no! runs in. I finally had done the laundry. All the clean laundry was on the bed, folded Betsy and Rob. Friends, no. his poop paws jumped no. on the clean laundry and the duvet. You guys, I literally would have just gone into the fetal, but I was covered in poop. I didn't, and then there's glass. So I'm just like shouting and not shouting. That's the opposite. I say I shout, like I'm like, go to the playroom. I'm insanely calm in time of crisis. I can think of one time in my life, this is not a, this is not a, th- a thing. I sh- kind of shut down to a real core level, like a core level where I'm just like, go get the thing clean up the poop go get the glass like people are like scared when i go into crisis mode but i'm like the person like i was the person in fifth grade who was in charge of the flag waving at the drills for the fire drills like everybody like i was the head you know i'm like that person like if you're on an island i'll probably get us off like i won't know how to build the boat but i will tell everybody else to build the boat and we will get (laughs) out you know I what I'm saying? That. I could totally see that. You know, yes. I'll praise you for it while you're building the boat to get us off the island. I'll provide snacks. I'll provide coconut water, sunscreen, and shade. But we're going to organize. You can provide get encouragement, <laughs> delegation, delegation, leadership. Thank yes. you. I mean, I just know, and my non-qualities are domestic ability of anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am the worst at it. So... That's just where it was. Like, there's no happy ending. There was glass. <laughs> there was poop. What? I had to scrub 
the the sh- I had to literally do all the laundry. I think I was really most mad about that because yeah. it it was like it was like a I don't know a day of the week. I'd say I don't know a day where it was like I'd let all the laundry get to where it was max capacity. Like we've all talked about, we were swimsuit bottoms. Like we were at the max capacity. So I had done like seven loads. <laughs> And he just got on it and wallowed, like with his cone. He was like, and it was, and we couldn't grab him. It was just like, I'm talking absolute pandemonium. And I did, and my husband, then the thing, my husband was like, I did not get poop on my my shoes. I did not get poop. And he's like walking around and then I make him take off his shoes and there was poop on his shoes. And I was like, that caused a little kerfuffle as it would. You know, because I was like, I told you you got poop on your shoes. He's like, there's no poop. I'm like, smell it and shove the, like, poop shoe in his face. And he's like, oh, yeah, that may have been poop on the shoes. And I had to, like, wash all the shoes. I mean, it's just – it was just too much. It was – I was literally, literally broken. Like, our house was broken. Everything was broken. It was just one of those moments where you really want to tap out. And if you tap out, you can't – there was no tapping out. And it wasn't, like, an hour fix. It took – hours and our lamp like it was like the playroom rug so the thing about when she went to the playroom and got on the rug she had to traipse through toys so i had to check and do a poop smell poop check for each toy i mean it was i mean i really wanted to tap i really wanted to hide but there was nowhere clean to do so Oh my god, duvet cover too. That's like insult to injury. That's a really annoying one to like have to wash by itself and right. I throw everything out. That's my move. I just give in. (laughs) I mean, I that would be. I would have loved to do that. I would just love to throw my family out at that point. I would have been like, "Look at you now. You survived it. Look at you. You seem okay now." Thanks, Rob. That was too dark. I'm so there with you on like wanting to tap out and you just reminded me last night in all of the chaos of the story I told at some point I remember being at the bottom of the stairs and just screaming at my family I'm running away to Florida (laughs) oh that means it's really bad nobody wants to go to Florida Betsy, you picked the the sinking hole of America. There are literally sand pits devouring roads and churches in Florida, and you wanted to go to Florida? Betsy, you just had the, a crisis. The I'm farthest away girl. warm place I could think of. I don't know. The farthest away warm. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. I see you. I see you were in a tough spot last night. We didn't know till you told us that you wanted to go to Florida. Yeah, <laughs> no offense, Florida. Away I really love Destin. Does it matter where you would be? I mean, if I gave you a holiday and by yourself for 48 hours, and does it matter? you care what city you're in? It's the greatest, no. like, weekend of your year. Yeah. Yeah. That's Anywhere. I'm not going to yeah. name places. I don't want to make anyone I'm from so Florida, so I, I would <laughs> well, pretend to be offended by that. I mean, that, I love Florida, Rob. Florida's really cool. I think you're really I'm awesome. From... I'm really sorry. I'm in Miami, Florida, so, like, the other Florida. Oh, that's but... where my uh, brother-in-law's live. I don't think it really, yeah. To me, these days, it really doesn't matter. You could be like, I got you a ticket. To, I'd be like, I'll take it. Let's go. Who cares? Right. My, I should mention, my husband was born in Florida. That I mean, so I hear mm. things about Florida from my husband. I blame it all on him. So I retract my emotional. I don't it's lucky. It. Lucky Diaz. <laughs> lucky Diaz. What? Did, you, oh, I was, did you just whisper something? I was like, I don't retract. I mean, I do. I feel that way about Florida. <laughs> 
if I yes. was, don't contact, don't at Alicia Gaddis. It's not, it's based on everything that Lucky My brother-in-law's live in Miami. Said. They say it's lovely this time of year. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> so that is a fucking nightmare. Thank you so much for sharing that nightmare. I really appreciate it. I'm Thank so you. sorry that happened to you. Thank you, It's Betsy. bad enough that glass broke. It's bad enough that shit got on anything. I mean. It's too I mean, much. And honestly, the truth is, I was more mortified about the moldy cookie than I was all the shit storm. <laughs> yeah. Because I it, like I could almost like float above my body when the shit storm was happening. Like a little because I could just be like, this is not real. Like I was just like, Ooh. like I had to like just go outside myself. But when the, I when I saw the mold this morning, and I knew I had ingested that in a moment of wanting to have self care, I was so I literally was like, why universe? Why? Wait, when did this shit storm happen? Oh gosh! To be honest, were these in the same I... week? Were these two incidents? Oh, yeah, was this all close? yesterday? No, this this okay. situation <laughs> happened maybe a week ago. I mean, every day is like this. The same, Every right, day, right. you know? Yeah. Like, it's just it's like, to pick know. one. Pick, pick one. <laughs> one moment of crisis, because it's like crisis. No. <laughs> well, lay it on us, Rob. What oh, yeah? Has, what, tell us your shit okay, show. Okay, so what Betsy, you'll probably, you? you'll probably understand this better with boys and three of them. So we have, like, a little bit of middle child syndrome going on. I don't know how your oh, dynamic is with two. your three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have an obscene amount of screen time going on, which is used to be like, Preach. oh, watch a show. And now it's like they're on for, they're on crack on Fortnite and it's, there's headphones mm-hmm. on and they're buying stuff. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, in my day, we watched a show on Saturday morning and we played mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers for three hours. And it was like a... <laughs> Like, we just think that is normal, and today it's just different. Like, they're giving our kids, like, uh, keys to a Ferrari on these iPads or these Switches, and they're being like, here you go. Like, good luck, parents. You fuck. Like, I can't. So, anyways, we... And and you're trying to keep them safe and, like, away from predators, and it's just... Yeah. It's just this Pandora's box. Yeah, the YouTube videos and the ads. I heard one of your episodes, Betsy, where your son got a link, and all of a sudden now you're having these <laughs> discussions about like porn at age ten. That like yes. I'm sure you weren't trained on that either, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> How'd that turn no, out? No, they didn't by the talk way? about that in home act. Yeah, I mean that's. I think we have it harder. I'm sure every generation says this, but we are dealing with way <laughs> no, more we, shit than our I, parents. No, I think were. you're right, Rob. Because I think I re- I read a, a, an amazing article. I don't know what it was, but how we're the first generation of parents to have a foot in both world worlds where we were raised without the technology, mm. but we had to be infused into the technology. And our kids will only know technology. Our parents right. only knew without. So we are the only generation ever that will ever have to deal with that and so there's no book like we are literally like there's going to be a before and there's going to be an after and we are the only ones who are amazing enough to handle this like aka it's horrible right we're the only ones it's like a big thing and they will they will literally look at our generation of like how we were taught and told to do things and how things constantly changed just read it right we were the last bored childhood yep ever ever we were the ones yeah. who wrote well, our book. That, that sound clip, we need to, like, cut that clip. That was perfect. That, like, 
Uh, every parent of the 70s, 80s can like relate to that. Oh, yeah. I'm single now. I'm sorry. It's like my new MO. I'm always like... <laughs> Making me blush. Tell him I yeah. have a sound clip. You know how to talk oh, to a lady. <laughs> it's these apps. This is a whole other conversation, but these dating apps, will uh, they're like also like Fortnite. They will warp an adult's brain into like mush, and you have no idea what real human... It's, it's a complete mindfuck, too, but for, yes, hopefully you, you won't have to deal with them. Do you listen to Nicole Byer's podcast, Why Won't You Date Me, Rob? No, is that a good one? Um, I think so. It's super funny, and she talks about being on all the dating apps, and it's a fucking nightmare. Oh, I'm going to be there. It's very interesting. It's not, we're not engineered for this for sure. But going back to mine, so the games, so Alicia, I assume your daughter doesn't play like crackhead video games at age five. Good she job. plays video games. She plays like Sago, uh, you know, like not Sago, like shoot em up games. Okay. Sago. That's Coleco like, and Sago. Sega? Sago is like a whole world. I mean, I really like it. They're kind of her like, you know, they're her desperate Oh, Sago Mini? Yeah, Sago Mini, where yes, it's like the world. It's kind of like Tokaboka. You know, it's like you, they do stuff and fly and win prizes and it doesn't require parental supervision. I love those games. They're like Me very, uh, not all of them, but a lot of them are very open-ended. Yes. I will play them. I'm like, I'm a cat and I'm in outer space. And if I touch this planet, it burps. Like it's, it's very That's cute. That's exactly what it is, Betsy. Yeah. Yes. So she, she plays those. So I have no, my husband really likes video games. Um, when I met him, he acted like he didn't. And we moved him out of his house from his, his divorced house. I found all these video games and I was like, what is this? He was like, uh, I guess I used to be a gamer. And I was like, what is happening? And he just recently re- was gifted from one of my ex-boyfriend. My ex-boyfriend and him are now friends. A Nintendo Switch. And um, that's a whole other story. But yeah, so, he, so the, I'm, I'm totally not, I don't know anything about video games, to be honest. Well, that's, that's good. Stay with it. So, <laughs> so Betsy, you can probably relate to. So now they're playing Fortnite which I tried to keep them off of, but once you start, it's like it's over. Noah, we bought them six video games the past two years. They don't even get touched anymore. It's all this one game, which is like, it's shooting, but it's not like Call of Duty. It's like a mouse just shot a cat. So they're like, this is not violence. But the, which is okay, fine. But the real annoying thing with these video games now is they're all online and they're always like pushing you to buy like, a new skin, which is like an outfit essentially, and it's like nine ninety nine, and they like you know they're throwing <gasps> it like clickbait in front of these kids. That's a lot. Yeah, but the kids don't understand money either. So right. we've had some issues with like you can't buy these things, and after they'd bought them, uh, <laughs> the other like two weeks ago, my six year old came over to me. I walked out the door in the morning and he just came over with like a $20 bill and handed it to me like with his head down and I was like what is this for he's like I, I bought a I bought a skin like he couldn't even look at me and I was obviously like a little mad but I was so proud of him for owning up to it the chips yeah he's I our, love he's, chips I love yeah, him chips is chips is amazing chips is but admirable <laughs> He's a hustler. Gi- I mean, this is this is the thing. If you have kids today, between YouTube videos and these video, they're giving them like Mountain Dew, like twenty four seven of just yeah. this like overstimulating, addictive. That you watch a YouTube video, they're they're done to be like you cannot 
turn it off until the end to find out if he won mm-hmm. the million dollar prize for sitting on an ice block for two hours. So like they're just like chemically engineering our kids to the video game skins. Okay, we thought we I'm sure Betsy you've been through this. Like, oh, we talked that out. We don't buy video game skins anymore. My kids at his oh, friends. Yeah. Um, my, Rob, my kids at his uh, fr- my ten year old currently does not have access to his phone um, for some uh, financial indiscretion via oh. in in game uh, in app purchases. Mm. So you took the yeah. phone away. Yeah, he's he. We took it away for months now. It was real oh bad. wow, it, and it was like a three strikes you're out kind of thing. Oh, okay, Aww. so yeah. In this case, it was like five strikes you're out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three strikes is right. So I'm at my kids at a friend's house. We dropped them off. Dad's gonna get like an hour and a half to himself, which is uh, that's the other thing too. As a parent, if you can get like 30, 40 minutes of silence, that's gold. Like I don't need a weekend away. You give me two hours. I'm, that's like enough to recharge my batteries. So you're a better person than me, Rob. Well, I want more, but like, <laughs> yeah. leave me alone for two hours, and I'm gonna be happy to see you when you get back yeah, for true. ten minutes, and then I'm gonna be annoyed again. So, <laughs> uh, the kids at the house, I get like, I start looking at my phone notifications pop up, and it's like nine ninety nine Nintendo Switch, and I'm like, what? Like, and then I see it again. So like, at this point, I'm like, my heart's race, like I'm being hacked essentially. And I'm like, there's no way he's doing that. So I like, and then you can't figure out how to disable it. I ended up like having to cancel my credit card essentially because it was up to like $27. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, what? He's not even here for me to yell at him. He's at his friend's house probably showing off. Um, Anyways, I pick him up like in an hour and and he just walks over, over like no big deal. I'm like, do you have anything to tell me? Like what? Right. And he's like, no, what? And I was like come on man like you bought video game skins and i also have the other two kids in the car so there's the other thing betsy it's really hard to like between to discipline your kid in the heat of the moment i couldn't tell like do i just scream at him do i play it cool do i say we're gonna talk about this later because your your blood is just boiling yeah so but i, I also and, don't want to embarrass you him because sure, also if it's not adequate the others will complain later that you didn't like discipline enough do you know what i mean oh yeah, why yeah. did i get this but he only got this when he did that no fair is that ever said in your house no fair okay that's big in our <laughs> house <laughs> um so yeah in the heat of them i was kind of proud of myself because i was like look me yelling at him and freaking out right now is probably you know too it's not going to be valuable like you know most of these disciplinary things are like not effective so mm-hmm. I did like wait a little bit and I told and I disabled his switch and I took the credit card off. So now he doesn't even have the option. But it's another thing. I was just like, I didn't know I have to deal with like kids like handing my kids uh, like tokens. And mm. so anyways, it was just like eye opening to me to see what like a lot of these kids are being put in front. Of, like they almost can't help themselves. Like we didn't even have these options. Our parents certainly did. not it was like, here's a video game cartridge. Go knock yourself out. And we're dealing with, like, freaking Microsoft companies, Nintendo, just being like, hey, guys, you want this? Like, this tastes good. Yeah. So. That's such a oh, good my God, point, you're right. Bob. Yeah. And, and, oh, go ahead, Betsy. They're all just, like, drug dealers outside the schoolyard being like, hey, yeah. kids, you like Fortnite? Yeah, it's like, you want your car to go 400 miles an hour? 
Right. It's like you, you can't decipher. Like I'm thinking about these games Indiana's playing, my daughter, the Sego mini games, right? And we're like getting coins. Like they're like, dit, 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 dit. and she's like, oh, I got an award. Mm-hmm. I get a coin. And if I get enough coins, I get a pick out. There, or it's a, a Toka game or whatever game. If mm-hmm. she gets enough things, she gets to go into like the wardrobe and pick out a new bow. And she just cashes in her coins, which at that means nothing to me because to, um, it's the game. It's coin. It's game coins equaling a game outfit, right? And so mm-hmm. how do we teach our children that that button that looks like a game coin that they've been told to do and to achieve and to try to get over and over again is connected to real money is connected to real consequences i've never thought about this in my life rob i i don't i i don't know how how do you decipher that how do you show and i, I was teaching we were talking about money um Indiana's selling Girl Scout cookies, and it's this whole thing. You're supposed to, like, talk to them about, like, um, you know, why, what money is. And she hardly sees us use money. It's like a card, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. she was like, it's, like, how do you explain? And it's all online? Like, it's it's online. invisible. Yeah, and she'll be like, Mama, like, I, I she'll be like, Mama, I need uh, some construction paper. I'm like, well, we're not going to get some construction paper. You, you use, like, a whole pack of construction paper in one day. Like, you need to conserve. And she was like, don't worry about it. Amazon has some. Just, like hit the Amazon like she doesn't right. get that that's connected and there's and we don't know how to talk we about don't even it. get it do we I barely get we it. Don't even get it I see that it's on my credit card later as my fingers <laughs> like I definitely need bath salts like I don't know you know but yeah, that's yeah we did a Rob we did a an episode with Rob King that uh just released and during that episode my five-year-old interrupted me taping the episode and asked me for some $28 a month in-app purchase. And I was like, no. And he was like, just use a credit card. Like, they just don't, they think it's just sort of like it money out the in same. the ether. And I get it. I get it. And it's hard I mean, to explain it, too, as a parent, as the grown-up. I'm like, I don't know why. Just like, no. Like, why? Yeah. And then yeah, the other thing, Betsy, too, is like once you get, like, you do all the disciplining or the calm parenting, are you just like, I can be completely, now we got to hit bedtime, and now my gas tank is, I've used up all my, like, good parent energy, so uh-huh. now it's just like, don't, no, 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 I we did this, and they're walking around like it's fine, you know, when they throw the meltdown, and then they get over it, and you're like, you just put me through the freaking, like, 90 minute, oh, man, so. Yes, yeah. yes, you just put me through the ringer, I am down for the count, Yeah. and you've just you just switched gears. Now you yeah. want a snack and you're good, right? You want <laughs> yeah, snuggle. now you want to snuggle and I and I can't look at you. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Yeah, that happens a lot with my 10-year-old in particular cuz he'll yeah. yeah, he'll yell he told me to shut up yesterday. Um, and uh so he doesn't I'm have sorry. screens today. But oh, wow. like that's a good hold by you. What does he do? Let me ask you. This is the other thing. When you punish them with no screens, all of a sudden they're bored and now they're on you to entertain them. What mm-hmm. is your response to like, I don't know what to do. What do you do there? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, we don't give advice on this show and it's for a reason because I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing. But I'll tell you, a lot of times when he gets his screens taken away, he'll just look at his brother's screens okay, while they right. play. That's fair. Um, but also they will say like, I'm bored. And now lately we're just like, well, I'll find something for you to do. Why don't you go and load the dishwasher? Why don't you go clean up the playroom? Mm. Um, and of course he gets mad about that. Um, 
and he'll say, you know, you want me to be bored? And I'll say, yes, I do. Yeah. I think being bored is actually really healthy for you. Mm. It's a, yeah, so it's like a cycle. It's a circle we just go around and around in. Yeah. Um, I guess they'll be okay, but it feels like we're all being scarred by all of this. And I'm like, maybe we, we turn are. out okay. I, we, I hope so. We are. And I think it'll take a lot of unpacking when it's done. And it'll take a lot of processing because we're, you know, it's it's going to be a new thing. And I think that's so important that we'll, we keep talking to our, our each other and our kids because they're like we've all just keep saying it. there are no right answers. There's no textbook written about this. And they will be coming out. Mm-hmm. There's going to be books coming out. But even the people who are going to write them are figuring it out in the moment. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, there, it's a different thing that's happening to us. It, it really is. I mean, I try to say, remind myself this because I was in like a workshop. I'm all about workshops, you guys. I've signed up for like 8,000 workshops. I was in a workshop <laughs> yesterday and I put it because I can put them on while I do my I set out stations for my daughter like these like a puzzle station a craft station I think I may have mentioned this before I set up stations mom of the year here (laughs) I said well my mom was like you're a fucking preschool look at you you. I'm sorry Rob what did you just say no she is this is I know she's not humble bragging but I'm impressed right this this could be a one kid versus three kid difference where like you can actually be a good mom I mean, so good, I, good, good on you. Well, I have projects, right? I'm working, I'm doing stuff. So I set up like um, this. Is, my mom told me this because it's what she does. She was a kindergarten teacher, so she sets up a 15 minute stations. I set up four 15 minute stations: a puzzle, a sensory thing. It takes me maybe five minutes. I just sections of the house, and then she has to go to that section for 15 minutes. She may not want to do it. She may not want to do the puzzles. Fine, you don't have to do the puzzles, but you sit in that section for 15 minutes till the timer goes off, and then you can pick what station you have next. It's Alicia. You're not allowed to talk to me. <laughs> Alicia. Yes? Or what? Or what happens? I just... What happens if she won't? That hasn't happened yet. Okay. <laughs> I mean, she'll try. <laughs> I mean... Oh, man. She's walked away, but I just, I just ignore her. So she'll get up and move around, and she'll eventually find something to do in that station. Like, she doesn't like when I have, like, a puzzle station sometimes because she's done all the puzzles before. So she'll pour out a box, stare at it, do the worm across the floor, play with the dog. But then I'll say, okay, that station's over, and she'll go to the craft station. And sometimes she'll be like, I don't want to leave this station yet. I'm making a snowflake. And I'm like, sorry, it's 15 minutes. Rotate. So we make it this like game that buys me one hour. I don't know why I started talking about it, but it buys me Rob an hour. <laughs> Rob, you have boys and girls, right? Yeah. Is this a girl thing? Maybe. I mean, she is more content to like her attention span seems a little longer where she'll play dolls and play with me, whereas the boys they go straight for either there's fighting there's just a lot more like masculine energy or video games or competition mm. or yeah i don't know maybe when they're like, teenagers listen to directions and obey <laughs> better mm. i'm not I leading you i want to know the truth i mean she's In three your, so i can't tell what is three oh your only and what's girl a, is three what's a girl okay. like she doesn't stay in her bed all night which is really annoying me that's a whole other chapter but <laughs> They are, yeah, there's a different energy for sure. There's like a, yeah, I'm not sure. Sorry, Betsy, I got nothing for you. No, that's an honest answer. It's okay. 
That's a good answer. No, yeah, really. absolutely. I have no idea what I'm doing. I just make stuff up until they don't. It doesn't work anymore, <laughs> and then I try. So, I mean, as we all are, right? Like every day, I'm just Dude. like. Oh, but I was on well, a, a on a hour. workshop yesterday that was like that was called. I, I was I set her up in the stations. That's what it was, so I could listen to the podcast or not the podcast, the workshop. So I had the workshop on while she's doing the station. I'm like working, folding probably more poop laundry, and it was it was the the workshop was called. Am I depressed or is this just a pandemic? <laughs> and I was like, RSVP. Doop, 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 yeah. Doop. yeah that's and good literally, yeah. I had so there, much yeah. anxiety while it was happening. I had to leave early. I was like, oh, I'm checking all these boxes. I'm, I'm not like, I have to like pack, like, pack me up. Like, I left Wait, early. What's the answer? Are you depressed or is it just a pandemic? Oh, we're all, we're all depressed and having anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> like we're, it was basically like, oh, and every single person in the group was like, oh, this is me. This is it. This is happening. And so it's like, I think it was a way of being like, oh, the pandemic is making us these things. And it's never been before. That's kind of what I got from it. You know, like it's ever. not an or, it's an and. It's not an or, right. it's an yeah, and. Yes. Sign up for our course. They, they probably get free. you at the it end of free. that it one. Oh, it was right. free. It was free. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. So, okay. So the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> it, it is a pandemic and also we are all depressed. All right. Wait, Rob, like did therapy, you get to finish though. your story? <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I mean, I, I eventually Wait, okay. like... Oh, I know, because you told us that, so your kid got all this stuff, he, he bought a bunch of skins, you got in the car, you didn't know how to discipline in that moment, because the other kids were there. I think yeah. that's where we left off. Yeah, I think I, like, let, you know, you let the cortisol, like, kind of just, like, I heard, this is another, here's a fun fact, when you're in that state... Like, don't even try to do anything for one hour because, like, you can't be productive. Like, when you're just raging and they say after an hour, you're like, you can be, like, a maybe a somewhat coherent person again. So I'm like, let me just wait and chill out. <laughs> I pulled him aside. I talked to him. I don't even, I pretty much said don't buy skins. But I basically, it was like, you're not even, you don't have the option anymore. I did like you. I just disabled the credit card and... I should take it away and punish more that way, but right now it's like, but then if, again, it goes back to now I'm bored. So it's like this mm -hmm. vicious loop of yeah. no video games. Now fuck me because now yeah, I'm like a, a camp director. Yeah, and I'm you're like, punishing yourself. That's not fair. Right. That's yeah. not fair. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so they're at their mom's this week, though. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> And your credit card's disabled from those exactly. apps. Exactly. Like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you can link another credit card. Just ask your mom. No, just kidding. Right. I, there you I go. saw one go through on mom's card, actually, and I'm just like, forward, sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you deal with it. Yeah. Divorce. Yeah, we had to... Um, we, I also had to, I had to cancel my credit card for the same exact thing. I was like, oh, my God, someone's got my card. Someone's charging things on my car oh it's my kid oops okay well too late and then of course there's like a whole sort of domino effect now it's like water and power is like we don't have your billing information right. you know and then netflix is like well we can't charge you because you don't have a card that works and you're just like if you could just maybe just not buy a bunch of shit on apple uh, come it, on, man. Is this like stealing money like out of your mom's purse? Like that's what it seems like, yeah, but it's yeah. so much easier now. It's just like yeah. Yeah. that was like a real thing where you were scared, and if you did it, yeah. you felt like you were doing something yeah. wrong. Now it's just like 
I'll buy this thing that like they're telling me to buy. Oof. Yeah, because there's exactly no moral complex. Like you're right, Rob. There's no like, there's no thinking about it. There's no walking into the room, opening the purse. Oh, should I mm-hmm. stop looking at the money? How much do I need? Grabbing it, hiding it, walking out, like dealing. Oh, did my did my mom see the purse move? It's literally boop. Hitting a button, boop, mm-hmm. purchase. It's a, There's like, it is like it's Vegas. Like, it's like a stranger came into your, where they are, showed them your mom's, <laughs> their mom's <laughs> wallet, opened it up, showed them the cash and was like, look at this. You should just do this. Mm-hmm. Do it. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Like, I think okay. they would say no to that though. I think it's like the fact that it's so invisible. That's what screws yeah. all. And it gets us too. It's just like. The fact that you can't touch money anymore is like gonna ruin us. So yep. hopefully and we remember this. Yeah, and a lot of times we day. don't even get it until much later. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, and then you're like, wait a second, what are these charges? Right. You know, so. By the way, no refund. Sorry, this is how we make a billion dollars, right? right? That's like their whole their whole model too. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, well, this I'm is helpful. Sorry, Thank Rob. you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was. I'm sorry you're dealing with that. You're. I'm. I'm gonna set up stations though up. tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> Rob, uh, tell everyone about your podcast, Dad, the best I can. We're going to yeah. check it out. What's it all yeah. about? Yes. So I interview other dads, usually like entrepreneurs, CEOs, comedians. I've had a lot of comedians on lately just because I love comedians and I just talk dad life with them. And we have like, I wish we had conversations like this. They're a little more like PG, but maybe I'm going to start adding this. Like what broke you this week? I think that's what people want to hear, but yeah. yeah, it's really, uh, it's, it's, I started with my friends, my neighbors, and now I like ask anybody and they're like, yeah, I'll come on. So Aww, it's been wonderful. awesome. And then I made it into a little book. Like I took like the best tips from each dad and Whoa. like a couple quotes and a couple fun lines. And I have a book called dad, the best I can with 52 tips from other dads, stories that you can use. And then in the beginning is like me telling a shit show story of, taking my kids to a water park and it being closed and like just yes. that like wally world moment that comes with wow. being a dad so awesome. trying to be like yeah, you guys i'm trying that- to catch up to like the moms <laughs> and the fact that like you guys talk and dads don't so i think like it's important to like chip away at this so like yeah. we can have these conversations awesome. yeah there's a community aspect that's much more inherent in mom culture than dad culture for sure yeah, Alicia and I are in the same online moms group, and at some point, someone was like, "Hey, let's let's all give our male partners uh, their own group," uh, and <laughs> they did, and nothing happens there. Yeah. No one's there. No one. It, no. It just lays there. fallow. Yeah, it they does. Just, they weren't. They, you know, they don't naturally communicate in the same way. But also, I think culturally, you're not encouraged to communicate in yes. that way. You're 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 trained from a young age, like no, nut up and push it down. Don't I'm tell a, anyone. I can't be a man that way. Like the toxic masculinity culture is 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 real. It's real, yeah. you know. And so, well, and then well, you, you're, you're and then when you have boys, them. yeah. Well, and then we. I mean, that's the other thing. I'm like, I want my boys to be like cool men, but also be able to like have these things. So the only way to do that is to figure it out myself. And mm-hmm. what a better time to start than now? You're doing yeah. it. We gotta burn it down and make it up uh, as we go yeah <laughs> um uh <laughs> where can people follow you rob 
Yeah, online I'm on, and stuff. I, I mean, I've slowly dipped my toe into social media, which is a whole other conversation. I'm sure you have an episode on that I'd love to learn about, but I'm <laughs> at dad the best I can on Instagram is where I try to hang out and learn from, learn and laugh. That's pretty much like what I'm on there for. So at dad love, the best I can. Laugh, yes. Learn. And Amazon dad the best I can book. Oh, nice. Alicia, anything you want to promote? Tell people where to find you. Oh, sure. Um, you know, I'm always horrible at this. I, I really liked how so many people from this have followed me on Instagram when I never knew my handle, but then they'll be like, I listen to you. So thanks, everybody. Um, I'm at I'm like I, I am Alicia Gaddis on Instagram. <clears throat> I'm Alicia Gaddis. And uh, yeah, you can still get my stepmom book or my weaning book, my weaning journal or any of the books I have on Amazon. And um, currently my show that tell, I voice on PBS. Tell us the names. Oh, uh, my stepmom book. The names of your book. My stepmom book is She Loves Me All the Same. And it's a, um, about a stepmom. She Loves Me What? She Loves Me All the Same. And that's my book that um, came out uh, last year, or 2019, about the relationship between a stepmom and a stepdaughter. And then has journal prompts in the back for, you know, um, reflecting upon it it's a, uh, a not a board book a picture book and then the journal that just came out uh, mama's milk and me a journal a countdown journal for weaning mothers uh just came out at the end of last year end of 2020 and that's been really great i've been able to lead a lot of um uh, weaning and uh po- perinatal and postnatal workshops with a lot of moms with my best friend who's a expert in that field she's a therapist um a perinatal postnatal therapist we've been doing a lot of workshops and that's yeah mama's milk and me um a journal and then currently on tv for your children if you um i'm voicing a show on pbs called the pandemic playhouse it's a lot people are saying it's a lot on fridays but it changes it's a lot on your local PBSs, and it's for kids' range, age range, I'd say, five, like, so, honestly, like, seven to ten. It's kind of, like, about science and kitschy and quirky, and um, I voice a puppet named Bacti. But those are two things that are happening right now. So, yeah, that'd awesome. be great. Awesome. Something for everybody. Does it well, have a Pee Wee's um, Playhouse vibe? I heard Playhouse. In there. Is there any like Jombie no, or Cherry or no, creepy? The, the, uh, no. The, I mean, the lady who did it, the producer Iba, she was so cool. It's like they have all these um, guests. Uh, there's an astronaut guest. Um, there's scientists. They talk. It's literally all about the pandemic, about the coronavirus, like fact versus fiction. It's very funny though. Like um, the, so, it's a bunch of puppets, and um, then time that we like jump in time a lot it i mean i had nothing to do with the production i just voiced one of the characters but it was really cool, cool. to be a part of it's really cool and cool. educational we'll, we'll check that out we'll check <laughs> yeah, that thanks. out we love good <laughs> laughing shows around what about you betsy oh i do this podcast I oh my god heard i heard all about it it's so good so, <laughs> why mommy drinks actually over at illuminati improv.com uh, you can follow us on um YouTube, Illuminati Improv, uh, you know, Ari Vukitas, my husband, Jessica, Elena Eason, and our friend Corey Willis. We're all doing shows every other week. So you should uh, come follow us on YouTube and uh, watch some improv. It's always free. We always uh, are going to be having guests and it should be lots of fun. Something to fucking do. Right. Uh, 
Rob, you're doing a great job. I mean, we said it before, and I'll say it again. You're doing a great job. Thank you, guys. This was like therapy. I'm From here, I'm going in the closet to silent myself for 20 minutes. But this is awesome. You guys are hilarious, and it's like, this is really good. I'm glad you had me on. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Alicia, you are doing a great job. What an epic shit show you lived through there. (laughs) Moldy cookie. That's going to be your uh, autobiography one day. Thank you. Thanks, Bets. Mm. Betsy, you are doing a great job. You're really holding it together with all the boys and the the twinkle lights that you just wanted to put up and make cozy for your family. And you, you know, I know you hit the fan when you wanted to move to Florida. And you're just doing a great job (laughs) holding it together and not running away. Every day that you don't run away for over two hours, that's a success story, Betsy. And I'm proud of you. You're doing a great job. Thank you, Alicia. I really appreciate that. I love well, you. Listen, everyone, if, if you find yourself uh, wanting to run away to Florida, because that's just how <laughs> grim it's gotten, <laughs> or if uh, someone in your house is just eating all your Cape Cod potato chips at 3 a.m. watching God knows what on YouTube, <laughs> love that. or chips. if you find yourself having eaten some moldy cookies Lord. covered in shit and glass, <laughs> just know... You are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Hey, it's Mia. Hey, it's Allie. And we host the Rom-Com Review Podcast, P.S. I Love Rom-Com. Each week, we'll have incredible guests come and discuss a new rom-com, grand gestures, meet cutes, and of course, that elusive chemistry. Mia, what are you doing holding that giant boombox over your head? I'm hoping to win over listeners with this grand gesture. Take us back! Find a new episode every week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Brought to you by Campfire Media. Wow, you're uh, still holding that boombox. Yeah, I've got great upper body strength. Thanks, CrossFit. P.S. I love rom-coms. I love rom-coms. Campfire.